0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Okay, Arisha, if we ever end our friendship, I'm assuming you won't like talk to the media about me, right? The media?
1: No. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely going to text our group chat about okay. it, but going to the media? No way. Okay, well, I just want to make sure we don't end up like actors William Shatner and George Takei. (laughs) Yeah, the TV legends and honestly, totally grumpy old men who've been feuding (laughs) for literally decades. Yeah. Since they starred together in the original Star Trek series.
0: Yeah, I mean, William Shatner is 90 and they're
1: still fighting. Yeah, he's also 90 and just went into (laughs) space, which is so wild to me. It really is. And that put the Shatner-Takei blood feud back in the news. Yeah, you could even say they're taking their drama to new heights. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Brooke sifrin (laughs) Tikay. Oh, no. And I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. Today is Friday, October 15th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily.
0: Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Beam him up, Scotty. Actor William Shatner went where few normal people have gone before. Space. The 90-year-old star of the groundbreaking 1960s TV series Star Trek hitched a ride on yesterday's Blue Origin launch and... While a lot of people are amazed the 90 year old actor made it into the cosmos, his old castmate, George Takei, seems, let's say, less impressed.
1: Yeah. So both Georgie Boy and Billy Bob are true TV <laughs> legends. Bill, of course, starred as the brave and, let's face it, pretty dramatic Captain Kirk. <laughs> it's definitely the role we all know him by, unless you watch Miss Congeniality, where mm. he played Stan. Mm -hmm. one of my favorite characters. And George played the character Hikaru Sulu, the pilot of the fictional USS Enterprise, which was this futuristic starship flying to faraway galaxies on a voyage of discovery. (laughs) Definitely state-of-the-art science fiction at the time. Yeah, truly. And
0: now in the budding era of civilian space tourism, Bill has ventured to the final frontier himself. Another day, another rich dude go into space.
1: Yeah, it seems to be a pattern. So Bill is among the first few civilians who've gone up past the Carmen Line, which is the internationally recognized boundary of space. He also is now the oldest person to make mm. it to space. As we've said, he's 90. That's yeah. nine decades. <laughs> um, so he went up with three other passengers on an 11 minute flight with Blue Origin's New Shepard capsule. Now, if you don't know, Blue Origin is Jeff Bezos's aerospace company. Because every billionaire needs to have his own space travel company right now. It's definitely the new thing.
0: Yeah. If you don't have one, you're not
1: invited to the dinner parties anymore. (laughs) It's sad. Which are in space. Exactly.
0: So when Bill returned to Earth, he raved about how profound the experience was. I mean, I will say, like, that's got to be amazing. Like, you're 90. You're like, this is something I haven't done. I guess I'm going to do it.
1: Yeah. You've done pretty much everything by the time you hit 90, I hope. Yeah. So yeah. pretty cool to do something new. What I love is that a few news outlets noted how lengthy his post space <laughs> speech was. The Associated Press referred to it as a soliloquy almost as long as the flight, which I thought was <laughs> hilarious and accurate. That is funny. um And Page Six said he delivered a lengthy, meandering monologue after he landed. Here's the thing. He's 90 years old. Like, Oh, he is? I, I Is he 90? Yeah. Can you believe it? <laughs> He's allowed to just kind of... I don't know, drone I know. on. I feel like you put in your time. Like I've been on this planet for 90 years. I'm going to say whatever I want. I mean, <laughs> I haven't been on nearly a third of that. and I still say whatever I want.
0: Also, if I ever end up in space and I come back, you better bet I'm going to be really excited. And be Like, oh, my God. And then I saw this and then there's this. <laughs> and oh, my God, you guys are not going to believe this. Like, of course.
1: <laughs> well, among the many things Bill said, I hope I never recover from this. I hope that I can maintain what I feel now. I don't want to lose it, which is. I feel like similar to the euphoria I feel when I get a Reese's. So I can relate.
0: Yeah. Or he could try microdosing. That's really popular also. (laughs) Microdosing space. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So Bill obviously loved the experience. I mean... Like we said, he went on and on and on and Mm -mm. on and on on about it. But his former Star Trek co-star, George, was not on the Shatner and Space bandwagon so much. Now, Mm -mm. these two men seem to just absolutely despise each other. And it's honestly really funny to me. Like, I want a sitcom with these two just hating each other. Yeah. So George was at the Broadway opening of the play Thoughts of a Colored Man on Wednesday night. And of course, Page Six just had to ask him about Bill's trip to space. Mm-hmm. And George never really holds back on his true thoughts on Bill or anything for that matter. No, and he does not. his thoughts on Billy Schatz are never nice. Like, no. let's just be honest. No,
1: no. And this is no exception. He said he's boldly going where other people have gone before, <laughs> which is, of course, mocking Star Trek's legendary motto. He then called Billy a guinea pig, emphasizing that he's 90 years old, which, ugh, come on, George, that's what we've been doing this whole episode. George <laughs> said, it's important to find out what happens. So 90 years old is going to show a great deal more on the wear and tear on the human body. So he'll be a good specimen to study, although he's not the fittest specimen of 90 years old. So he'll be a specimen that's unfit, which, yikes! PSA, we got to stop commenting on people's bodies. My God, right. like he's 90 years old. If I'm as big as a house, I don't care. I'm 90. <laughs> like, back
0: off. Also, George Takei is not much younger. Let's be really honest here. Like, the age thing is just hilarious to me that yeah. he's even bringing it up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that it's like I'd expect kids to talk about when they're, like, feuding with a fellow football member. That's not what they're called. <laughs> fellow no, football that's teammate in, like, <laughs> high school. But it's like, you guys are... <laughs> 80 years out of high school,
0: 70 years out of high school. Come on. Listen, this feud between them is not new at all. Like Mm -mm. ever since they filmed together on Star Trek, Bill and George have been at odds. And George wrote about his dislike for Bill in his 1994 autobiography, To the Stars. And in the book, he accuses Bill of ignoring him on the Star Trek set and changing the script for the fifth Star Trek film so that George's character wouldn't take command of a spaceship
1: which, does it get any worse? Where's the writer in this? I'd be like, yo, why is this actor <laughs> rewriting my script? Yeah, that's actually a really great
0: point. Um, George has also called out Bill multiple times over the years for refusing to pronounce his last name correctly. It is pronounced Takabe. but Bill has always said
1: Takai. <laughs> that's messed up, right, Brock? <laughs> sure is, Arisha.
0: So the feud came up again. <laughs> So the feud came up again when he did an interview for The New York Times Magazine in 2015.
1: Yeah, so he said their feud is all coming from Bill, saying whenever he needs a little publicity for a project, he pumps up the so-called controversy between us. And then just earlier this year, George went on fellow sci-fi actor David Tennant's podcast and talked about the feud, where he called out Bill for being jealous of their fellow co-star Leonard Nimoy, who quickly rose as a fan fave on the show in his now legendary role of Spock. Mm -hmm. Apparently, Leonard was getting more fan mail than Bill, and that annoyed him because Bill was supposed to be the star.
0: Yeah, but Bill has shot back at George's claims multiple times and denied he was jealous of Leonard. So Bill has also written a few memoirs. Apparently one is not enough. I mean, Mm-mm. he's he went to space. He's got to write yeah. another one. And in his 2011 book, Shatner Rules, he wrote that their ongoing feud was all George's fault, of course. He mm-hmm. said, I'm rubber, you're glue. No, I'm just going to into it. That'll tell him. <laughs> but he basically claimed that George didn't like playing second fiddle to the other stars. He also essentially called George crazy, saying, there's a psychosis there. There must be something else inside George that is festering and it makes him unhappy that he takes it out on me. It's sad. I feel nothing but pity for him. I just love that he said festering, like Ugh. really painting a picture.
1: That it's an unpleasant image. <laughs> <It> um, <is. laughs> and just this year after George went on David Tennant's podcast, Bill then tweeted about the claims he was jealous of Leonard, writing, George needs a new hobby. Now he's making things up. We never saw fan letters. He also said, we barely saw George. He was in <laughs> once a week at most. How would he know anything? The only person with jealousy is George.
0: God, this is like a scene straight out of Mean Girls. There's a yeah. lot of jealousy going on here. And even though Bill says he wasn't jealous of Leonard's success, there is some history of him bumping heads with the other cast members of Star Trek.
1: Yeah, these. this makes me think Star Trek was an absolute chaotic mess of yeah. everyone just like trying to dig at everyone.
0: I thought they were just smiling and making weird signals with their hands all day Mm -hmm, in red shirts
1: (laughs) or that means you're dying i don't know george so george told yahoo entertainment last year that bill had that same kind of relationship with everybody and seriously there's a story that bill would hide leonard's (laughs) bike the one he'd (laughs) used to get himself around the set as fast as possible which how big is this set wow hiding a man's bike is like (laughs) not even high school we're going back to like middle school here yes and apparently Bill didn't attend Leonard's funeral back in 2015, mm. which a lot of people believe was because they weren't on good terms.
0: Yeah. Well, what's also interesting and actually kind of funny is that George isn't the only famous person to dis Bill's travel to space. The gall of Prince William taking a jab at Bill <laughs> yesterday, too. Like,
1: come on. Yeah. I got to say it's a rare day where I'm like, oh, I'm siding with what William is saying. Um, (laughs) So obviously, we talked about this. Billionaires are loving the space race thing Mm -hmm. right now It's because all plebs can't participate. (laughs) Their favorite new hobby. Um, But space tourism is getting a lot of criticism, especially from environmental activists and concerned public figures. And it's been pointed out that the time, resources and money that gets spent on space travel obviously could be way better invested in helping us here on Earth, you know, where we all live. And. Exist <laughs> If global warming, infectious diseases, education, human rights, I could go on and on. Yeah, but um, stars. You get to see stars <laughs> up there. For 11 minutes, like you don't even <laughs> get out of the ship. Um, but in an interview with the BBC yesterday, Prince William said, we need some of the world's greatest brains and minds fixed on trying to repair this planet, not trying to find the next place to go and live. And yeah. I would one up that and say, not find the next place to go and destroy. But Ugh. that's just me on a soap. reach. <laughs> and then these guys all replied, but the
0: stars. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so there's definitely different ways to look at this. But it's kind of hilarious that major global issues and the topic of space tourism end up reuniting a public feud between old TV actors who yeah. were in a space show. It's very on brand. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it really is. I mean, if this is going to do it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) So do you think this is how it's going to be? Like, are they just going to live their remaining years with this giant rift still between them? Yeah, 100%. I think so, too. I'm like, who cares at this point? The older you get, the less you care. Yeah. They don't care.
1: Yeah. And I mean, they might have another memoir in them. And if (laughs) they resolve it, then what are they going to write about? Yeah.
0: Billy's got to write something about space now. (laughs)
1: But I will say
0: whatever happens... Between us, Arisha, I just want to say that I promise I'll show up to your funeral.
1: That is so kind. And I would do the same for you. Thanks, but I know that you're going to die first. Oh, okay, <laughs> in space. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily.
0: If you like our show, please give us a five-star rating and a review, and be sure to tell your
1: friends. Please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Our amazing theme song is by Gems. Michaela Myers is our senior producer, and Joshua J. Ha-Chang is our associate producer.
0: Steve Maser is our story editor, and Sam Ada is our sound engineer.
1: Executive producers are Tina Rubio and Marshall Louie for Wondery. Have a great weekend, Richies. See you Monday.
0: I have missed these Friday night dinners. Hey, welcome to Harvey Kraw. At these family dinners... Delicious, everyone. Dysfunction is served. Yes, I can't have you all messing things up for my entire adult life. Oh, I'm sorry. Do we embarrass you? Jump, It's already better than I dared to dream.
1: Miss for the world. Dinner with the Parents, Season One. Stream free only on Freebie.